Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's episode of our Truth Tidbits, episode 63. And today I want to discuss the principle, I titled it, The Principle of Christian Growth, or perhaps Phases of Christian Growth, or the Foundation of Growing in Christ, whatever you want to call it. I want to talk about um, a passage, a, a verse actually, from Isaiah chapter 28. And I'm going to look at verse 9 and 10 for us today. And so he says here, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Isaiah says here in the midst of this chapter, <coughs> excuse me again. Whom will he teach knowledge, and whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk, those just drawn from the breasts? For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. So I want to talk about this today because he ties in this principle of moving from being a newborn to moving on up little by little in your learning. Now, I've done one of these earlier on the pure milk of the word, drawn from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. And so I encourage you to go back and, and read that. But Peter says this. He says, or to go back and listen to that, excuse me. Peter says this. In that chapter, he says that we are to, as newborn babes, when you first get saved, you need to desire the pure milk of the word. And in that lesson, I talked about how that's really talking about desiring just the word of God. You don't need a lot of extra things. You Those could damage you not not in the sense of damaging you that they're they're evil or they're faulty but what you need first is the pure milk those other tools can be added later on resources and reference materials commentaries other things like that but when you first get saved Dig into the pure word of God. Get a very good solid version that is based on a good translation of the truth and then move forward with that. Something like perhaps the New King James, that's what I use, and many other um, Christian leaders use that, teach from that, and believe it's one of the, the most solid. There are others this is not the only one. There's um, perhaps you could consider the New Living Translation as one of those, the New American Standard uh, version. There are several that are good, but what you're looking for is a solid version of the scriptures, preferably one that is based upon a word-for-word -word interpretation, not a thought-for-thought interpretation. I warn you against those. It's better to stay with the word-for-word -word interpretation. But the point that Peter is saying is that brand new babes, all they can handle and all that they can grow from is the pure word of God, the pure milk from the word. Isaiah here is giving us principles of how to move from that 
into the area of solid food. And later in the New Testament, it talks about being able to eat solid food, having our senses exercised to discern good and evil and so forth. So here, Isaiah is teaching us here that the principle is this, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. And so I thought about maybe some easy ways to understand this. What he's saying is that you're beginning with the foundation. The foundation is the rock-solid word of the living God, the Bible in its entirety. That's what you start with. That is the foundation. The foundation is the rock of Jesus Christ. And the Bible from Genesis through Revelation tells us about Jesus And so you continue on from there, little by little. I want to stress that because I don't want you to get confused or get discouraged. It's okay if you're moving forward. Maybe maybe it's little by little. Maybe your understanding is growing little by little. Don't get discouraged. Keep moving forward toward Jesus Christ. Let's talk about that for a minute. And let's look, let's use two examples. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> let's use two examples. One is in a house construction, a residential home. The very first thing, well, I, I mean, you've got to have your blueprints, your plans and so forth. But the very first actual work done is to lay the foundation. Once the foundation is laid for the house, then you build your Uh, floor system, your walls, um, you put in the framework, you put up your walls, you put in your floor system, subsystem, floor system, etc. You put up your roof, you get it dried in, what they call it, dried in with your windows and door, you know, exterior doors and all of that. Then, You begin to add the rooms on the inside. You put up, you know, your interior walls or whatever. You fix your rooms inside. You add the other elements that are required, your plumbing, your electrical, your ceilings, you know, all of those things that are necessary, your heating system and ventilation system. Then you get into the interior walls in terms of finishing them, the molding, putting up the drywall, those kinds of things are done next, or paneling or whatever you're going to be using. And then lastly, you come back in and you embellish it with things like paint. Um, You know, you may stipple a ceiling or something like that. You may put in laminate floors over the subfloor, etc., those kinds of things you put in your your counters and your countertops and your um, you know your cabinets and those kinds of things that that embellish it and make it complete. But you don't start with those. You have to start and then you work at it little by little by little. Now I'm not a construction fanatic or a construction guru, um, but I know this because my husband used to work in construction, built houses from the ground up, so I know a little bit about that, that industry, and we've had a house built <clears throat> before as well, so we were involved in those various stages of development. So you start, and then you build little by little by little, each day making progress with something new, with something else. 
and it takes a while. It's a process of a step-by-step development. It's the same thing. Let's look at the second example of school. When children go to school, you know, you have a, a young child, a baby. Well, the baby can't talk at first. The baby, you can show the baby all the flashcards you want, but it's not going to learn its numbers and letters and colors until it gets older and can handle those things. And the mind has developed more and the coordination has developed more and the language has developed more. All of those things will come in time, but they're not there initially. That's okay. As the baby takes the milk and then it begins to get into the soft baby foods and, you know, the soft juice, um, watery rice cereals and and, you know, other things like that. And then it grows, you know, and it can handle bananas and crackers and, you know, things like that. And, and you grow on up until the baby can handle solid food and can be talking in complete sentences. You know, it might start out with just a da-da or whatever. Every mama gets mad about that because usually the very first thing they say is da-da. And, you know, so all, all of us mamas want it to be mama instead. But anyway... Um, the child begins to learn few words here and there, sounds and those kinds of things. And as they, they listen and you work with them gently, then they begin to develop language. Later on, <clears throat> when they're three, four, five years old, you begin to introduce them to numbers, shapes, colors, letters, all of those things. And that's all that can handle right then is just trying to learn the alphabet. And you sing the little alphabet song with them and, you know, and you get them to count one to ten and, and you know, celebrate. When that happens, I encourage you, if you're a parent or a grandparent, celebrate the progress. And I want you to know that on the Christian journey, as we progress, our Heavenly Father is well pleased and He celebrates our progress as we move along from one level to the next, from precept to precept, from line to line. That's how it goes. So when the child, you know, you celebrate, you make it a big deal that they've learned their letters and they know their alphabet and they've learned their numbers and all of that. Well, that's just the beginning for the child. You know, then they have to learn how to sound out those letters, what sound the letters make, what how to recognize their numbers and so forth. And then they move into being able to form words with those letters. You know, you begin with words like cat and bat and, you know, those simple things from kindergarten or first grade <clears throat> where they're just learning to put letters together and put the sounds together so that they can then speak and write in complete words and sentences and so forth. You know, you teach them how to count with those numbers. <clears throat> and then at the next level, you teach them how to use those numbers by adding, subtracting. <clears throat> then you grow into multiplying, dividing. You teach them the decimal system, all of that. And, you know, you teach them how to make words into sentences. And then they become paragraphs and on and on and on. So that that child then can later communicate and express thought through words and writing. <clears throat> and so that they can advance with their numbers into, you know, to the major and the higher 
levels of math and calculus and trig and geometry and all of those other things. But it's a step-by-step process, which is exactly why the, the education system, you know, whether you homeschool, private school, public school, whatever it is, it's built on that, that kind of system. So you're planning to start with a foundation and then you build upon that. Little by little, grade by grade, they're supposed to be learning a little bit more of these things. So it's a step-by-step process, little by little. Encourage yourself, encourage others in their progress as they step-by-step. You know, with with our children, our grandchildren, whatever, we can celebrate. Man, you finished kindergarten now. Wow, praise God, you know. Be excited with them. Celebrate their discoveries. Celebrate your own and know that your Father in heaven, as a Christian, as you are learning the scriptures, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, he's moving you from one level of understanding to the next. And that's what Proverbs talks about. He says, in all you're getting, get understanding. We want to come to the word of God with a true, sincere heart open to receive the word of the Lord. And and God, he doesn't make his word hard for us. He says what he means, and he means what he says. And in most cases, in many cases, we are to take it literally. Now, there are, there are things that are typologies in the scriptures. There are things that are pointing to other things, imagery and other things like that, foreshadows, etc., such as, for instance, the um, the sacrificial system of the Old Testament was pointing to and foreshadowing the once-for-all sacrifice of God himself in the flesh called the Son of the Living God. And he, his name was Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. So there's other things like that that help us understand things. But God makes it plain for us when we see it and we read it and we grow in our understanding just like the child does in school or we're, you know, building a house and you do it just little by little by little and eventually you've got the the full knowledge and the full picture. Now, all of that won't happen until we get to see Jesus and then we will understand it completely. For all of this life, we will see through a glass darkly. But but what God wants is for us to be learning and growing all along the way. And when we do, when we have an open and sincere heart and we are growing from one level to the next, Paul talked about from faith to faith, and he talked about from um, one level of glory to the next level of glory and other ways where there's a growth and there's a progression. And that's what the Christian journey is all about, is growing and progressing. And when we do that, God will celebrate with us in our growth and in, in that accomplishment and in those things. And, and hopefully it will build in us a hunger for even more and for even more. Oh, may you get to that point that the more the Lord reveals to you, the more you long for him to reveal more and more and more so that, you know, you just hunger and thirst after more and more of him. Oh, I pray that you will taste and see that the Lord is good and that you will grow in him healthily, safely, and just with a passion for his word. 
little by little, line upon line, precept upon precept. And I pray these things for you in Jesus' name. God bless you today.